What's up? What's up? Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show because grateful beats hateful. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. I am grateful for you tuning in today and each and every time you put a little Side Hustle Show in your earbuds. This week in what has become a Thanksgiving tradition on the show, we're diving into 10 creative side hustles that make real money. This is the fourth installment of the series, so I encourage you to go check out the other episodes in the series if you like this format, but stick around in this one to learn how real people are making real money from everything from tarantulas to luxury picnics, from invisible sculptures to reselling driftwood that you can go pick up for free. Notes and links for this one are at sidehustlenation.com slash 472, or just hit up the link in the episode description of your podcast player app. First up is serial entrepreneur, serial side hustler, Jen Glantz from the Odd Jobs newsletter and the You're Not Getting Any Younger podcast. One of her first businesses, renting herself out as a bridesmaid. It's me, Jen Glantz, and I am the founder of Bridesmaid for Hire. You can check it out at bridesmaidforhire.com. I got the idea because when I was in my early 20s, all of my friends got engaged and I was always the bridesmaid. And then distant friends started asking me to be a bridesmaid, and that's when my roommate at the time nicknamed me the professional bridesmaid. That's when I had this light bulb moment where I thought, if I could do this for friends and distant friends, perhaps I could do this for strangers. Well, I decided to give it a try, and I posted an ad on Craigslist.com and received hundreds of emails from people who wanted to hire me. After I got those emails, I built a website planned out services, and booked my first client. That was all in 2014, and fast forward seven years later, I have worked with hundreds of people all over the world, and I've also hired people to work for my business. We have had over 100,000 people apply to work for Bridesmaid for Hire, and since I can't hire them all, I created an online training program to teach them exactly how to do this business on their own. We've also expanded to offer services for maids of honor. We do speech writing services and planning services as well. I'm super excited for this business to hit its eighth year and beyond. It started as a crazy idea, but it's been something that has truly taken off every single year. You can find out more at bridesmaidforhire.com or check us out on Instagram and TikTok at at bridesmaidforhire. In an interview with Business Insider, Jen said her packages started at $2,000 with extra add-ons for travel, rehearsal dinners, speech writing, and additional services. She said, when people hire me, they feel like they're hiring a friend they can reach out to at any time. I know weddings can be super stressful, and it turns out that Jen's service has really hit a sweet spot for brides, helping them through this process as a trusted confidant. Creative side hustle number two is hosting luxury picnics. Austin Chen and his cousin, Myri Chen, started a luxury picnic business in early 2021. They booked $30,000 in revenue in their first couple months, of which they reported it to CNBC. 80% is profit. You can find them at ocluxurypicnics.com, OC for Orange County. Austin credits his sister Carly with coming up with the business idea. It was actually part of a college research project for her looking for business opportunities in the food services space without the overhead of a traditional brick and mortar restaurant location. So Austin describes putting up this website almost for fun. Like, I wanted to practice web design, but to his surprise, he found himself getting inquiries immediately. Like this business doesn't even exist yet. And here within a couple days, people are saying, yeah, can you host a picnic for us? That's when he and Myrie decided to give it a shot. 
Today, pricing starts at $240, which includes setup and takedown of your picnic, an assortment of picnic beverages and snacks like charcuterie platter type of thing. Specialty items like extra food and extra picnic attendees are available for extra charges. Now, if you're in a state with good weather, I mean, this could be seasonal anywhere, but if you're in a state with good weather, this is a legitimate low cost, low startup cost, high margin business that might be worth a look. Next up, a really creative side hustle from one of our younger listeners. My name is Andrew Puglisi. I'm 16 years old and I live in Bradenton, Florida. My business is Bugs Rule and my website is bugsrule.com. Been into bugs and critters and stuff like that since I was really little, uh, as long as I can remember. There's something about them that just fascinates me and I love teaching people about them. I own tarantulas, scorpions, a ball python named Monty, and many more. Over the last couple of years, I've been developing a website and a blog to teach people the vast majority aren't as dangerous as people think they are. And I love helping people get over their fears. Last year, we went out to Clearwater and I brought my tarantula and I had it on my shirt, well, one of my tarantulas. And a lot of people thought that was really cool. Um, and they thought it was awesome, and a lot of others were scared of it. Many people wanted to hold the tarantula. I was kind of hesitant at first, but I let a bunch of people hold the tarantula, and everything went great. So we went out a couple days later, and we did the same thing, and we got even more response, and we brought a tip cup. So people started giving me tips, which was surprising to me at first. And then we realized that this could turn into a business, and I could help people get over their fears, and make money at the same time. So we would go out to Clearwater or to John's Pass and Siesta Key, and we'd go bring a tip cup, a tarantula, and a scorpion. And I'd sit somewhere, and people would walk by, see the tarantula, hold it, and sometimes give me a tip. Some days I made $250 from tips alone in a few hours, which really helped with the business. Now, because of all the interest, not only do I still do that, but I do birthday parties and events where I take a large number, usually 15 to 20 creatures, including tarantulas, scorpions, and other bugs that I have at the time. And I teach the participants about them, let them hold some of them, and let them face their fears and show them that bugs aren't usually as scary and dangerous as you think they are. So my goals uh, right now are to keep working on my blog, keep posting regularly, possibly write an ebook about tarantula and scorpion care. I've been working on that for a little while. And to continue educating kids and adults alike on the importance of bugs and how much we need them and hopefully make a difference in the world. If you are interested in finding out more about me and my business, you can go to bugsrule.com, that's B-U-G-Z-R-U-L-E.com, or check out my Instagram at bugsrule88. Thank you, Nick Loper. This is an honor. I really appreciate it. And have a great day. How cool is that? Up to 250 bucks in a day, just in tips. That is incredible, Andrew. Thank you so much for sharing. Now, I actually met Andrew a few years ago in San Diego when I was traveling for a conference. He and his dad and brothers stopped by a Side Hustle Nation meetup 
If that last name sounded familiar, Andrew's dad, Vincent, was on the podcast in episode 254, one of my favorite episodes from 2017, on his journey from earning $30,000 a year to making $30,000 in sales in one day. From freelance to freedom was the name of that episode. And uh, one of the quotes that still stands out to me was the advice that Vincent shared that he got from his dad. Look, look, you have this skill, you're just not using it right. So definitely a thought-provoking and powerful episode. Encourage you to check that one out and revisit it from the archives. I can't say I've got a lot of desire to have a tarantula in the house. We just watched um, Home Alone and you know, he puts the tarantula on the bad guy's face at the, at the very end. But I know Andrew's story will definitely spark some inspiration in our kids and hopefully does for you and yours as well. Now, if you go down the freelancing, service-based, or agency path, or maybe you're already on it, one tool you're going to want to have in your arsenal is our sponsor, FreshBooks. FreshBooks is the affordable, award-winning, all-in-one accounting solution that's built for business owners like you. At some point, you're going to hear these magic words. Send me the invoice or, hey, that sounds good. How do we pay you? That's when you fire up FreshBooks and you draft a great looking, professionally branded invoice in just a few clicks, you send it off and you get paid fast. Actually, even before that, you might want to take advantage of the estimates or proposals tools inside FreshBooks to really wow your prospective clients. Trusted by millions of business owners worldwide, FreshBooks is all about working smarter, faster. In fact, consistent FreshBooks users report saving up to 11 hours a week in the process. That's a lot more time to move your business forward. And with tax season almost upon us, FreshBooks has your back. Inside your dashboard, you'll find tons of helpful reports to choose from so you'll know exactly where your business stands, and then you can easily hand over the keys to your accountant so they can take over when it's time to reconcile everything for the year. Side Hustle Show listeners can claim a 30-day completely free trial at freshbooks.com slash side hustle. That's freshbooks.com slash side hustle and enter the Side Hustle Show in the How Did You Hear About Us section to get started today. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search and hit the ground running with your new hire. But what if you could get rid of the search part and just get matched with qualified candidates? Well, now you can with our sponsor, Indeed. It's simple. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. The matching and hiring platform is trusted by over 3.5 million businesses worldwide to connect with great talent faster. And 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. For my next hire, I'm using Indeed to tap into a talent pool of 350 million unique monthly visitors. And what else is cool is Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets. And how about this? Side Hustle Show listeners get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Just go to Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Side Hustle Show. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. As you may know, one side hustle business model that I've been excited about lately is one we've called unconventional rentals. On the show, we've heard from people renting out inflatables, portable hot tubs, mobile homes, semi-trucks and trailers, camper vans, and photo booths just last week, right? I came across another interesting unconventional rental side hustle, this time in the moving boxes niche. And to me, this makes sense. Perfect example of a product that you need just for a very brief period of time and then you're done with them. So we just moved. So this is fresh in my mind. I was lucky enough to find some cardboard boxes for free on Facebook Marketplace and got rid of them in the same way. But for local moves, 
could there be a business around renting out some higher quality boxes? That's exactly what Gary Gruel at calboxrental.com does. That's creative side hustle number four, renting out moving boxes. He said he was inspired and really dismayed by the piles of cardboard boxes by the dumpsters after move-in day at his college at UCLA. He found that other moving box rental companies existed mostly in Canada, but couldn't find anybody doing this in his hometown then of Sacramento. So Gary said he started this business for around $2,500 worth of inventory, dozens of these durable, hard-sided plastic storage bins that can be rented out over and over again for years before they start to wear out or break. He told BudgetsAreSexy.com, as far as rental rates go, we don't rent per box, but rather we rent bundles catering to how big the client's job is. The most popular package we rent is our house bundle, which is 50 boxes, a few rolling dollies, a wardrobe box, etc., and that rents for $199 per week. We also charge $100 for round-trip delivery within 25 miles of our storage facility. When the boxes aren't in use, we store them in a storage unit at the self-storage facility. We're still pretty small, and my business partner owns a moving company, so it made sense to save money and store them there rather than rent a warehouse. I think this is a cool idea that reduces waste, and I like Gary's strategy of partnering with an existing service provider. That way, it can almost be a white label add-on service for the moving company, as opposed to him trying to go out and find new clients all the time. You can learn more about him and his business at calboxrental.com, and his personal finance site is financialfives.com. I've got a full list of other unconventional things you can rent out for a profit. Just hit up the show notes for this episode at sidehustlenation.com slash 472. Find that opt-in box and punch in your email there. Or maybe there's a tool like a, like a pressure washer that has a relatively affordable purchase price, but you then combine it with your labor and you start turning a profit quickly. Now, as cool as Gary's business is, he still had to buy his initial stock of boxes. What if he could sell something that you just got for free? That's what these next few creative side hustles have in common. My name is Thomas Wilkins and my company is Southern Drift. You can find me on Instagram at Southern underscore Drift and through Facebook at Driftwood Decor and Creations is my primary. How I got started selling Driftwood is I just started kayaking around the lakes, finding a piece here, a piece there. And then I met my now wife and mother-in-law and they seen some of the pieces that I was finding and they were like, you really need to try to start selling some of this stuff. It's it's incredible. So I made a couple posts on Marketplace and just went from there and sold a couple pieces, made $20, $30 a month to making four and $5,000 a month. I'd sell to one or two customers here and there. And then I started selling to interior designers, craft stores, aquatic stores. My first big aquatic store was Southern Aquatics in Roswell, Georgia. They were the real pillar in my success starting out. They were the first one to give me a shot starting out and just give me that confidence that I needed to go and go out to these big retail stores and just try and see if I can get in their store. And it went from there. Like I started selling them five or 10 pieces a month to 50 to a hundred pieces a month. And then I was able to buy a boat. And then I got more stores and more stores. I now sell to 15 to 20 aquatic stores and 10 taxidermy guys. My current sales so far is about 50 to 60,000 this year. And I want to try to get to around 80 to a hundred next year. Total sales so far the last three years is probably over 100000 Future plans for this business is just get into Pike's Nurseries, Petco, Michael's, the big retail 
companies. So I'm selling constantly year round. I'm never having any downtime and just growing immensely through marketplace, Facebook, social media. I want to be the biggest in the Southeast and potentially the United States for driftwood. When you need driftwood, I want people to know, hey, this is where you go for the best pieces and the best prices. Other projects I'm working on, I'm working with a jeweler in Roswell, Georgia. His name's Jamie at Brilliant Designs. We're making jewelry and rings out of the driftwood that I find. My actual wedding band is made out of the driftwood that I find. And I'd like to just start growing that as well, just getting into more jewelry stores and potentially growing that all over the United States and just going from there and potentially having two and three sources of income. I want to say thank you, Nick, for having me on. It's a great pleasure. I've been listening to your show for the last five years and have dreamed of being on it. I greatly appreciate it. That is awesome, Thomas. Thank you so much for tuning in and way to take action. In a previous edition of this series, we highlighted an entrepreneur from, I want to say Utah, who was selling tumbleweeds and even had some high profile Hollywood customers who needed them as props. But it was a product that was abundantly available for free locally that he could turn around and sell to a buyer who just didn't happen to have them nearby. Free inventory definitely gets my wheels spinning. Driftwood, who knew? Creative side hustle number six is another example of creating something out of nothing and one that you might be able to replicate in your own niche or your own local area. In June, Maddie Wang started Founders Cafe, founderscafe.io, a virtual co-working space that recently passed $4,000 a month in recurring revenue. In her case, she specifically targets startup founders, and for $50 a month paid annually, she gets that commitment up front. She provides a daily Zoom session where members can hang out, chat, discuss problems, challenges, wins, and just otherwise kind of combat the entrepreneurial loneliness that is pretty real a lot of the time. On Indie Hackers, she described her initial customers came from just interviewing fellow founders. Now, a common thread that she found was that they were often lonely and felt isolated. They just wanted to be around other like-minded, high-quality people to hang out with who understood what they were going through. So in a very Dane Maxwell start from zero sort of way, she built and sold a solution to that pain. And it was a very low overhead thing to get off the ground. So hat tip to Niall Doherty from eBiz Facts for pointing me to Maddie's story. His commentary was that it's a business that someone with above average social skills could probably emulate and replicate pretty quickly. You can focus on your local area, like online co-working Chicago, certain demographics like online co-working for women over 40 or a shared focus, like online co-working for freelance writers or some combination. So thanks, Niall, for pointing me her way and that little bit of analysis as well. But what do you think? Should there be a virtual co-working group for Side Hustle Nation? Let me know. I'm at Loper on Twitter and Instagram, or you can send me an email, nick at sidehustlenation.com, or leave a comment in the show notes for this episode at sidehustlenation.com slash 472. In June, Italian artist Salvatore Garau sold one of his works for $18,300. For any artist, that's a nice sale. But what made Salvatore's sale interesting is that the Io Sono sculpture, Italian for I am, was invisible. And that makes number seven on this list, the invisible statue, the invisible sculpture. While the artist preferred the term immaterial to the word invisible, the work was a five foot by five foot empty square. The Artright auction house in Milan handled the sale, which apparently received multiple bids. And according to Yahoo News, 
The name of the buyer had not been publicly released, but was, quote, thought to be an art collector from Milan, end quote. Now, on the surface, it sounds pretty crazy, right? Who's going to spend 18 grand on nothing? But is it really that much different from the NFT craze we've seen this year? I saw a funny tweet that was something like, hey, guys, I need to confess to a multi-billion dollar art heist. Turns out there's this little known hack called right click save as. I think Salvatore definitely wins points for his creativity and maybe even audacity here, who to his credit has maintained a straight face through all the jokes, all the press. But the takeaway for me, whether for physical art, even the invisible kind or the digital NFT variety, there's a pride of ownership in collecting original works. Do baseball cards or Bitcoin or Beanie Babies or even dollars for that matter, do they have any inherent value like any collectible asset? They're really only worth what you can get for it, what you can trade it for, what the market thinks it's worth. So if you're a creator, I think it's time to study up on who's buying NFTs and maybe how you can tap into that collector piece of human psychology. We'll try and do an NFT episode coming up next month. Creative side hustle number eight on this list relates to something that most of us take for granted, but we can't live without, and that's sleep. And because it's such a high-impact activity for high performers who want to optimize every facet of their life, Riley Jarvis has been able to build an executive sleep consulting business and earn thousands of dollars per client, all for helping people sleep better. I've actually heard of sleep consultants for babies before, but here's creative side hustle number eight, the sleep consultant for grownups. Hey, this is Riley with Sleep for Side Hustlers and the Sleep Consultant. I was working in finance nine to five, was completely burnt out, diagnosed with Crohn's, had to drop out of work, lots of hospital visits. Anyway, became my own doctor, took health into my own hands. And here I am 10 years later, over the last five years, Crohn's has been in complete remission. Sleep, I knew was really important because it affected me positively in so many ways. And so the first thing that I did was I got into a product-based business. And this is where I first got into drop shipping. And drop shipping was really good because at the time when I did it, the margins were amazing. I could get stuff shipped from China. You know, it would take a couple of weeks and people wouldn't complain too much. I set up my own e-commerce Shopify store. But the one issue that I had was people who are selling products on Amazon, for example, were getting theirs only a couple of days. And so one thing I quickly realized was, for one, I'm selling too many products. I was selling about 75 products when I should probably only been selling about three to five, similarly to what Apple did when they had that, that massive product lineup of a couple hundred products and they really nailed it down. For me to transition from that dropshipping model over to the e-commerce model was going to be a little bit more expensive for me to do. And I didn't really know what that winning product was. So it was around this time that I was helping other people out with sleep. And this is where I decided I really need to change this product-based business into a service-based business. So this is where I switched into the sleep consultant. And the one-on-one was really good, but what kind of tied me up was just so many hours in the day. Um, it was capped about how much I could do. And this is where I slowly started transitioning into a different model where I would sell a course to many people and be able to do group coaching and still do one-on-one on the side, but then raise my one-on-one price to make it a lot more exclusive to executives. And this was another thing I did too, was instead of making it to a broad mass market, I saw the importance in being able to specialize within one thing because if people can see you as a specialist, then they're going to see you as the go-to guy for their problem that they're experiencing, especially in a market that can be really saturated. How did you end up connecting with those executive clients? 
many different ways. I actually reached out through LinkedIn. That's sort of where it all started. But one thing I realized with these executive clients is they have massive networks already. And if you do a good job and you become part of their network, word of mouth just spreads. And they were giving me referrals and then their friends were giving them referrals. What was the cold outreach like? So one thing I really found was to to approach it from an angle of speaking to a person. I envisioned myself sort of at a networking event how would I approach the person? So I came from the angle of, hey, can I just offer you free sleep advice? Can I provide you with a free sleep assessment? And this is where everything really starts to drastically change for me. And they they would tell me, wow, it's such a breath of fresh air. I've never experienced this before. And But I would say for anybody who's looking to cold outreach out to people, one really good way to do it is to not just pitch them on a product, really get to understand stand them as a person. You can send audio messages, you can send video messages, experiment because every niche is completely different. You can get a kind of into groups and you can, can make a name for yourself there. You can provide free resources for people to check out. That way you warm them up a little bit. And then from there, you can you slowly go up that customer journey in that sense. Because you went really high ticket with your pricing for this one-on-one type of uh, type of service? I range my price range for the one-on-one. It ranges from 7.5 all the way up until 20K. But these are people that are willing to pay that price. Just because I've worked up to it, I've, I've made a name for myself. I've been very fortunate to do that. And that's also because it's it's a market I've tapped into who has the resources to do that. And it's specialized within that. Are you comfortable giving a sense of what sales volume the business is doing today in a, in a typical month, if there is such a thing? I would say on a one-on-one basis, we're probably getting around four to five clients. Four to five per month? Yeah, about four or five per month. And then for the for the group that we're getting on, I usually have a virtual assistant that's that's helping with all that, helping manage the group that we're recently building up and really just getting that community involved. That one, you know, per month, we can get anywhere from 10 to 20 people, really just depends. You'll hear more from Riley on how Side Hustle Show listeners can optimize our own sleep next week on the show. But I think the highly targeted, high-ticket consulting approach is really interesting, especially because a lot of guests try to go the other direction. They say, I want to go from a service business to a product business. I'm looking for a little more time leverage. But one way to leverage your time is to simply go up market like Riley has, targeting high-income, high-net-worth, high-impact clients. And the other interesting thing is here, like you said, you almost just need a little foot in the door because once you do a great job for a small handful of clients and you prove yourself, now all of a sudden you have trusted access to their whole network. And that's a great position to find yourself in. If you travel a lot for work or for vacation, you might be familiar with that feeling you get knowing you're leaving your space unused for long periods of time and you're still paying for that privilege. But hosting on Airbnb means you don't have to leave your home sitting empty when you're away. Being an Airbnb host isn't just a way to earn some extra cash. It's a chance to share your space and make a guest's vacation all the more memorable. You might be thinking, eh, maybe my place isn't the right fit, but don't write it off just yet. Your potential Airbnb might be right in front of you. Whether it's a spare room or even your entire home, there's an opportunity waiting. Airbnb turns your home into a practical and even profitable venture. We just got back from a family trip to Hawaii where we stayed in a great Airbnb, but our place back home could have been a highlight to somebody else's travels, and we could have used the extra cash to help pay for the trip. So if you're curious about hosting on Airbnb, find out how much your space could be worth by visiting airbnb.com slash host. Once again, that's airbnb.com slash host. Creative side hustle number nine comes from a longtime listener of the show. And he's putting up some big numbers with his latest project. 
Hi, Nick. This is Ben from Crateworks Rustic Bars on Facebook and craftsmenforcash.com. What started out as a side hustle was building rustic kind of tiki bars from wooden shipping pallets. The idea came from my best friend's wedding a few years ago when he built one of these things out of some free pallets, and I thought it was really cool. thought more people might want that, so I got some free pallets from Home Depot, uh, put one together, and listed it for rent on Facebook Marketplace. I rented it out once and ended up selling it. I rented it for 120 bucks and then uh, sold it for 250 and I thought this, the sales are better. It's just more of a one-off. So I started doing more of this kind of part-time for about a year out of the pallets and slowly raised my prices up to about 400 or $500. And then I realized it was easier to make them nicer if I just started buying the wood. I could charge a little bit more. So I improved my designs and kept listing, kept posting, and kept raising my prices. Coming into the summer and the spring, I got some more inquiries for bars with roofs, kind of different designs. So I kept building, kept tweaking different designs and posting more and more of these and I started selling more. It was at this time that I just finished up my teaching degree, but realized that I didn't really want to teach for a career. So I started leaning to the tiki bars a lot more as another career option and business. And it was at a time where a lot of people were improving their homes, I think, and looking for this type of thing. So it kind of really blew up my one tiki bar design. I just started getting all kinds of orders for it. I started expanding and doing some some bigger, more high-ticket kind of cabanas as well. And in my best week, I did about $8,500 in sales and about $5,000 in profit. So it was pretty substantial. I started to realize this was maybe more than just a side hustle, and I could turn this into something bigger, like an actual business. But basically, in terms of next steps, I've been getting Google reviews so that I can build my own uh, traffic. Obviously, Facebook is great, but you don't own that traffic. Google's similar, but uh, building Google reviews for local business is awesome. So I've been collecting Google reviews to continue doing what I'm doing. The other thing was was I had a couple friends who kind of saw what I was doing and then started doing their version of this. Actually, the same friend whose wedding the idea came from He started doing rustic tables and some other furniture and listing that on Facebook Marketplace, which has turned into his side business as well, where he makes and sells some beautiful furniture and tables. So shout out to Bearsford Woodworking there. So it worked for him too. And I had another friend who did the same thing with harvest tables. He started building and selling these harvest tables and that worked as well for him. So basically I started to realize like just the the power of Facebook Marketplace for listing and selling these things of, you know, high perceived value. People really want this stuff and they're looking for this stuff and we can help them find it by building it and then listing it where they're looking for it. And after seeing the success of my friends as well, I figured why not help more people do this? It's such a great side hustle. So I partnered up with my friend and I launched uh, Craftsman for Cash, which is basically an online program and community to help other people do this. So we just share what we've done, give people ideas for some of these kind of higher ticket items they can do. You know, it could be anything from dog houses to swing sets to tables and uh, just realizing the power of the local market, how many people are on Facebook Marketplace and how you can start with some simple skills and some simple tools, how you can start making, you know, a few hundred to even a few thousand dollars extra a month on the side. We help people carve out their own niche so they can find something that's profitable and, and start this side hustle for themselves. So you can find Crateworks Rustic Bars on Facebook. It's a Facebook page. And then you can find Craftsman for Cash. That's Craftsman, the number four cash at uh, craftsmanforcash.com. Thanks so much and hustle on. That is so cool, Ben. Thank you for sharing. A friend of ours built this like massive rustic dining room table. And he's always said that, you know, woodworking, furniture making 
is going to be his retirement gig, his retirement side hustle. He's got the shirt that says sawdust is man glitter. So I'll definitely send him your way, Ben Craftsman for cash.com. Now to bring this year's list home is another member of the Side Hustle Nation community with a really creative and super niche online business. I'm Nikki Hess and I run Cat Lady Academy, catladyacademy.com. I provide personal coaching and online courses and resources to people who want to create or improve their cat's Instagram account. I was inspired to start this business by my own cat, Manny Halloween Cat, on Instagram. He currently has 48,000 followers. People were always asking me how I did it, so I created Cat Lady Academy to teach them how. At Cat Lady Academy, I teach people how to improve their Instagram content, gain followers organically, secure brand sponsorships, how to make running a cat Instagram account less stressful and less time-consuming, and how to overcome the blocks and issues in their lives, like imposter syndrome and perfectionism, that are preventing them from truly showing up on Instagram. Cat Lady Academy is only about a year old, while the Instagram account, which provides free tips and resources, had been around for a while. I only started offering paid products in October of 2020. At first, I gave away coaching sessions in order to get people to try them so they could really understand the value of my services. That was an effective technique. Much of my business comes from word of mouth from people who have had great experiences working with me. Because my costs to start Cat Lady Academy were so low, around $200, I was profitable by December 2020. However, my prices in the beginning were too low, and I realized I was undervaluing myself. So in early 2021, I raised my prices a little. This didn't scare anyone away, and in fact, much of my business is repeat customers. In addition to earning money from Cat Lady Academy's coaching and online resources, I also earn money from custom packages requested by clients as well as some freelance social media work. In just 13 months of business, I've made over $5,000 through Cat Lady Academy. That's more than I expected for my first year running such a niche business. In fact, business has been so good lately that I'm working to develop more online courses. I love coaching, but this is a side hustle run by one person. And between my day job, Manny's Instagram account, and Cat Lady Academy, it's getting harder to keep up. So I'm developing more courses that will allow me to provide some of my best information in an on-demand fashion. These will have a lower price point than my coaching sessions and allow me to help more people. In addition, I'll be working on some resources for beginners who want to create a cat Instagram account but haven't started yet. All my current clients have existing Instagram cat accounts, and so much of my content has been tailored to them so far, but I'm also really excited to help beginners get started. For anyone looking to start or improve their own Instagram cat account, you can visit Cat Lady Academy on Instagram for tons of tips and resources and head to catladyacademy.com for personal coaching and much more. Yes, you heard that right. $5,000 helping people become cat influencers. There's a niche for everything. Nikki, thank you so much for sharing and I'm excited to see where this business takes you in the next year and beyond. Once again, you're going to find the full text summary for this episode at sidehustlenation.com slash 472. I may actually combine it with the previous year's uh, collections from this series. So if you do land on that page and you find more than 10 ideas, don't stress out. Big thanks to all our contributors this week for letting me share their stories. Big thanks to FreshBooks for sponsoring this week. Again, freshbooks.com slash sidehustle will get you started 
on a 30-day free trial of the number one invoicing and accounting solution for freelancers and side hustlers. That is it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. I hope you're able to take a pause for gratitude today and really every day. Until next time, let's go out there and make something happen. And I'll catch you in the next edition of the Side Hustle Show, where, like I mentioned, we're learning how to optimize our sleep so we can wake up and bring our A-game to life. I'll see you then. Hustle on.